What's up guys, Luke here. Today we're gonna go through some Ironman training. Um, I'm signed up to do the Ironman 70.3 in Nice, France in September. The reason why I wanted to get cracking with this is something that I've always wanted to try. I've got a, a good friend, Alex, uh, who I work with, who's done a few of these. He's gonna be giving me a little bit of advice and giving me a little bit of coaching along the way. Um, I always wanted to do one of these and I think now is the best time. All the gyms are closed, so there's no workouts there there is plenty of opportunity to get out there you know learn to swim properly uh, ride the bike uh, get after the, the my best times on on the running and all that type of stuff so um it's a very exciting time for me it's something that i've always wanted to do and now is a great opportunity opportunity to get it done so i've got about 20 weeks when i started which was just at the end of april um so you know plenty of time anyone out there who thinks that this is something they'd be interested in i think you'll get a lot out of this episode we dig into the background of alex uh alexander stoyanovich um i was <laughs> trying to get his name right here um but i know alex uh, for about three years now um since 2015 he's been running these these uh these crazy races so hopefully i'll get a lot of advice from him to get me over the line but like i said anybody else who is interested in doing this or anything like that Give me a shout on luke at shark.ie. I'll send you all my plans, all my uh, updates and stuff like that. Maybe you can follow along. We can do it together. But please enjoy this this uh, hour-long conversation with Coach Alex. Welcome to the Shark Pod, the podcast that explores business and lifestyle design in Ireland and beyond. And now... Live from Greystone Studios, here are your hosts, Luke Curry and Mark Baker. Okay. What is up, Shark Nation? Uh, you're very welcome here to Back to the, the Shark Pod. Um, this is going to be a different type of episode than we've done before. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to soundboards.com for giving us that sweet Rocky intro music. Um, so today we're, we're going to talk all about the, the Ironman or, or the half Ironman that uh, I'm going to attempt to do uh, in September. Um, and it's going to be with uh, the help of Coach Alex. So we've got Alexander uh, Stoyakovich on the line. Alex, how are you doing? I'm very well, Luke. Thanks a lot. Just don't don't mistake me for Stojakovic. Stojanovic. Sounds good. Stojakovic was actually a pretty good Serbian basketball player. I mean, I don't I don't that... mind being confused by him, but like Stojanovic. Yeah, yeah, Nailed yeah. it. Okay, it only took three attempts, guys. We are back in business. Okay, so uh, we're very uh, very pleased to have you on the line here uh, today. We're going to have a chat about how I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to finally tackle the the Ironman uh, 70.3 in France. Will that happen? The verdict is still out whether that event even goes ahead, but we're in April or the end of April now, and I think that it's a good thing to have or a good goal to go after um mark baker's on the line as well um and we're just gonna really dig into what uh what we need to do to make this happen basically there's gonna be a lot of people out there who listen to this that are trying to get after it they're trying to do something uh you know with their fitness while they're on lockdown i see loads of people out there running uh the people are on bikes there's a lot of kind of outside activity going on within two kilometers um 
and I'm hoping people are sticking to that, even though sometimes I strayed a little bit in my first week of training. If you look at follow me on Strava, uh, maybe we should, I'll put that in the show notes as well. If you want to follow my progress or lack thereof, you can follow me, uh, Luke Curry on Strava app, um, which I'm using to track my little workouts and all that type of stuff. Mark, what, do, what are you thinking about this? You, you look skeptical there. Do you think I'm 97 kilos right now? Can you carry that 140 kilometers or whatever? What do you think? <laughs> well, my my number one thing is is it, is it healthy? Okay, and, and that's that's the question. Most of my questions are around that. Um, what? How many months is it then? What's the what's the time frame? We've got 19 weeks. So uh, 19 weeks. Plenty. Yeah. So it's gonna be a little, plenty. Alex plenty. thinks it's plenty. I I like. I always wanted a, a coach as well with a, a a kind of different accent. I think it, it lends some sort of seriousness to it as well. Like if you were coaching me, I'd be like telling you to feck off. But I feel like Alex <laughs> is going to bring a little bit of a uh, little bit of um, uh, strictness that God knows I'll need along the way. Um, now, look, Alex is the expert. You're you're the the novice, and I'm complete. Like I, I I'm sure I, I know nothing about Iron Man, Iron Man's Iron Man, Iron Man's. Uh, so. A lot of my questions will be probably what most people kind of questions most people would ask. I think it'd be great as well because this is something that it's kind of like scratching an itch. It wasn't something that I had uh, initially uh, planned on for the podcast, but I started looking uh, in the the podcast um, listings and stuff for Iron Man podcast training, all that type of stuff. The only one I could really find was a really niche one um, from uh, from South Africa with the people with the thickest South African accents I've ever heard. Um, but even those guys, they were doing the, the kind of full Ironman and they obviously had a lot of background in endurance sports, all that type of stuff. So this would be my first time actually doing that type of sport where, you know, it's individual, you know, endurance. So it would, I did, I couldn't find a, a podcast like that. So even when I was getting started, hopefully this podcast, if someone's listening to this and they want to do something like that, are, are like this type of event, they might get something from this uh, when we go through what it's going to take. Um, to give you a little bit of a background on what's why we're going through this, me and Alex work together at HubSpot. Um, I've known Alex for a couple of years now, uh, almost three years. And I think every every season I'm like, Alex, let's do this, you know. Uh, but then I kind of go missing and he doesn't see me for a few weeks and then it's kind of too late, right? So um, just to give you guys a, an introduction, yeah. Alex is... <laughs> Alex is on the the sales team in uh, HubSpot as well. Um and he, he uh Alex how many how many of these uh Ironman 70.3s have you completed? I've done 3 so far. Okay, cool. What pushed you into doing something like this? Oh man, it was uh, it's a little bit of a a long story. It wasn't like I I wasn't just jumping into the 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 Ironman straight away. I started with the marathon, okay. But I, but I also wasn't really a big runner, so don't know how detailed you want to go in a story. But it's uh, it's quite an interesting one, actually. You you started so you were an athlete before, though. You had some sort of base, right? You're not. Yeah. So couch like I, I was, I, I like well, at least I like to consider myself uh, an athlete. I when I was young, I, I used to play basketball. So since I was eight years old up until like 20 I was um I was actively training and playing I was the captain of my basketball team so that's where all the passion for sports and competitiveness and everything was born but then just when I was finishing high school and was going to university I was also struggling with some injuries so I stopped with the basketball and um 
and I was just doing what students do the best with all yeah. the partying and you know bag of cans as we say in Ireland you know you know bag of cans yeah all <laughs> in, in, in Serbia it's more kind of hard liquor okay so we're pussies here in Ireland with our cans I <laughs> know <laughs> I like it I like where this is going um so you guys are just what's the liquor of choice there well we have a national wine it's called Rakia okay as like a kind of a whiskey uh, or a yeah, vodka, well, it's kind of a fruit brandy okay it's uh, it's quite a strong one. I mean, there's many different ones. There's one of plum, but like apricot, pear. There's there's different sorts of them. But when I think we... I might have brought you once um, the to... sample from Serbia. I don't know if you have ever tried I, it. I don't know if I if I ever tried it. But I tell you what, right? If this all goes well and I I actually finish it, I'm gonna get you a case of that, and we'll get wasted. We'll get we'll get uh, Mark uh, Mark yeah, involved as well. Yeah, I'll, get a, I'll get a case for you. Yeah. We'll get crazy. Um, to, to, to continue on the story, so um, yeah, I was I was relatively active, but then that kind of university time, I I kind of lost that passion for sports, right? Yeah. Um, and well, I was doing like regular gyms, etc., but that not, nothing too crazy. And then fast forward, uh, it was 2015, and um, it was the anniversary night for me and my girlfriend at the time and you know coming back from like a theater play and dinner and everything and i've, I've been having these different clues the whole day she was giving me like different envelopes to figure out what's going to be my uni- uh, anniversary present right okay and in the end i opened the final envelope and i see a marathon registration shit uh, like she crazy like i take her out for a play and for dinner and she, she wants to kill me right yeah and what, um, what was your yeah, reaction you're like uh, I, I haven't i haven't run like four kilometers in one go before that but then she came up with you know she like she, she said kind of that was her a thing that she always wanted to do a thing that she never thought that she was going to be able to do and it's a big thing and it's like a big goal and she wanted us to do it together. So for me, it was more of a like a couple goal, something that we we're gonna do together, yeah. rather than um, something that I always wanted to do. I hated running, right? Okay. But then, when it started, like we we started with the training, and I and I really kind of went into it, and I started to like it, and I think I reignited that passion for sports, and and. And it was not competing against others. It was more like kind of competing against yourself. Like, can I do this? And then I kind of grew from there. So I've done one marathon with her. I've done a second one with her. And then after that second one, I was like, I want to do something on my own, not necessarily running it with with my girlfriend or with somebody else. Looking to and up the game. I was spending, huh? Sorry? Looking to up your game, do something a little bit harder. Well, not necessarily harder. It was more, I think the reason why I went down the triathlons is while I was training for marathons, the boss at the time at a company that I worked for, he was actually training for the half Ironman and later on for the full Ironman. So he gave me inspiration. He was like a 40 something, 50 year old guy and he was really going strong into it. I was like, okay, we can do it. Like I, I've done a marathon. Like I definitely should be able to do it. I just kind of fell into it after the after the after that second marathon. I started training for the half Ironman, 
and I was never I never did a triathlon before so a lot of people thought I was crazy I also didn't really believe really that I could do it I was quite skeptical so I didn't actually sign up for a race until like maybe like four weeks before the race okay and so that was a bit weird like I did all the training and stuff but I wasn't really trusting myself you know I think that's a really interesting thing because it's you were kind of a lot of people would give themselves an easy out then you know because they're kind of like you know I I did a little bit of training you know and I, I got into good shape I don't have to put put myself out there, but I guess you got to a point where you're saying, "Okay, I can do this." Where was your first uh, Ironman or half? Do you know what? I know I know it's a half Ironman, but I like calling it a Ironman seventy point three because <laughs> it seems half Ironman always seems to. You know, what do you think, Mark? What do you think is the better branding here? <laughs> well, I don't know. What's what's the distances? Well, what's oh, a yeah, half marathon? What's there. a marathon? Let's what's a? Well, let's let's. Uh, come to that when we're doing the kind of the breakdown we're going to break it down and i've got some more sound actually no i don't have any more sound sound effects we might okay. use the same one but the so where was the first uh iron man <laughs> so all of them were here in ireland the okay. the first one i've done was the actually kind of dublin 70.3 and that was the last edition uh, i was 2017 and then the second one was don leary which was slightly amended course actually much harder than than the first one and then the third one was again Don Leary and then the last edition was last year yeah uh, so there's no more unfortunately it's it's crazy because you think that a lot of people will be into this but maybe do a lot of people do it once and then just say that's kind of done let's you know let's go back to the bag of cans the proverbial bag of cans <laughs> I don't I don't know <laughs> a bag of cans yeah, yeah. <laughs> bag, you know yeah like, I, cases I, yeah yeah i can uh, i can see uh, there's a lot of good i'm sure there is a lot i don't know the, the exact statistics but there's probably in a kind of two groups of people ones that get so not addicted but like that they fell into it like i did and you know you you change your lifestyle it's not just like because you train for for an event for about you know sometimes like six months or so and you you just kind of start living the other way and you either like it or you don't. So when you finish it, you secure it never again, or you're kind of thinking about when's the next one. It's kind of a nice thing as well. I like training for something. I remember back in the day when I had like a, uh, a, a match or a, a fight or something coming up, it was kind of a good, a good excuse to go to parties and not get too crazy or whatever. Cause I can just say you know, it takes off the peer pressure. Cause you're like, you know, I got something to do. I'm not just being, a fun scab, as some of my friends would call call you if you're not drinking at a at a party. Your way out, yeah, yeah. It gives you, know? you a way out. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're training for the exactly. for the event. Yeah, I've got the ha- half Mar- Ironman guys. That's how I'll be like, you know, I'll be lording it over them. Um, but when you when you did your first uh, half Ironman, what was the what was the hardest part for you? Well, you mean like the overall experience or just the race itself? Overall experience, um, or uh, which part which event uh running cycling swimming which, which which was the most challenging so throughout the training for me the the biggest challenge was getting uh, away from that so so i was pretty freaked out about the swim um like i obviously i run the two marathons before so i thought like for me the most important goal is to get through the swim alive uh, I'll somehow cycle through and then when I get to a run, like I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'll finish that. So 
like I love water. I love swimming. I, you know, I have a body certification. I'm not afraid of it, but the idea of swimming like two kilometers in uh, open water with so many people around, you know, it was, it, it was weird. Like Mark, I, I never swam that, I never swam that long. Mark's try, is starting to get freaked out. I can see him there. He's like, <laughs> yeah, that, I, that sounds horrific. Come on, Mark, we can do like, it. How do you, how do how do you know that you can swim that far? I know you have to keep going bit by bit, but what if you get cramp? Is there anybody there in lifeboats? Is there yeah, so a helicopter? That's, like, that's actually a great question. So I, one thing is that the events, not only Ironmans, but like all triathlons are pretty well organized, a pretty run and really kind of safe environment. So there's really, really, really low chance that something can like bad can happen to you on a swim. Like there are kayaks. There's other thing is you have the wetsuit and a lot of these events are you have to have a wetsuit, right? And uh, that makes you buoyant. So even if you just stop swimming, if you get a cramp, if you just kind of do nothing, you won't drown, you won't go down, right? So um, it's really low risk in that sense. Now, of course, you know, things can go bad, but as long as you've trained properly and as long as you're kind of keeping the main safety procedures, like it's really safe. For me, it was just mentally, uh, you know, getting through it, getting into the, you know, sea swimming in general, especially here in Ireland, it's super cold water. It's not like swimming in, you know, Côte d'Azur in Nice. Yeah. Uh, in that actually might, it might be a, a different, it's something that we'll have to think about as well, because I want to make sure that, it, that it, like, well, I need a different type of uh, suit when I get there, because it'll be way warmer than I got a you know, one for swimming in Ireland that's on the way. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, we'll, we'll have to well, adapt that. We can chat about that also later. Yeah. I mean, there, you know, there, yeah, there, there are different thicknesses of the suits, and uh, but ultimately, I think you'll be fine. Depending also, like, you will just check what's the average temperatures there and here, and you compare, and we'll figure it out. Like, okay, perfect. So when you did your your last half Ironman, that was last summer, was it? Yeah, uh, and that was Dunleary. Um, what was the, were you, are you getting, were you getting better all the time? Were you, was your yeah, training? So, were you kind so of, the, yes, sorry, sorry. You wanted to say something. No, it was like, were you evolving and training, trying different things? What, you know, have you figured out the, the playbook? Well, I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, figure out there's, a, there's no such thing like you figured out the playbook. Like there's always, there's always room to improve. Right. The the first one that I done that all, every time something went wrong, right? But not in a sense that it would screw up the or, or ruin the race. It's just that you know the first time it was, it was just the first time I did not have a coach. I did not have any uh, buddies from a triathlon club. I was training all alone. I was not even signed up for the race, right? Yeah. So it was a lot of that tough figuring it out all alone from the beginning. So that was really tough part, especially on the swim. And when I got to the actual swim, I actually, the chipping, the timing chip that is supposed to be around your ankle the whole time broke for me on the swim. And I was lucky to, to feel that it's getting broken. So I actually grabbed it and I swam 
maybe the last I don't know 300 meters with, with a, a freaking closed fist. Hard as nails. C word here, uh, Mark. <laughs> Fisting <laughs> his way home. Uh, okay, so that seems like it's a bit of a problem, but that's something that you can't really mitigate. That's not exactly. your exactly. Yeah. So it's just something you got to be prepared for, right? Yeah. Um, the 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 second one that I've done was, you know, it was still here. It the same. It was the same swim. It's in Dolly, but it's a completely different race because the first one was in Dublin, around Phoenix Park, up my Manute. Um, you know, it was a uh, was relatively flat course, yeah. right? The second one was in Wicklow Mountains cycling, right? So it was. You cannot really compare um, the two races because the course is not the same. Yeah. The effort is not the same. A lot of people that have come to Don Leary uh, Ironman, half Ironman, have said that it was one of the the hardest, the most difficult ones that they've done. And probably the reason why they've canceled it also is because it was it was pretty hard race, and you know the weather is not great, so people are risking of kind of getting a really hard race. The weather is also at risk. Yeah just wasn't really profitable so the second one for me was i definitely improved in fitness but i didn't have a goal okay i want to beat my time from last year because it was a completely different race yeah Uh, i also you know had a better bike had better equipment was just more knowledgeable about the whole thing in general and i also joined a triathlon club bell park here in 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 dublin which helped massively just learning from the people that have done those things before cool and uh, the third one um definitely improved yeah although the swim was shortened because of the fog uh so it was not a full swim but you know even if i double my swim time from the last um the last race it was still way below the the second one so definitely an improvement yeah nice so let's let's break it down for Mark here, right? Because I remember last time I <laughs> about a well, it must have been maybe this time last year I was thinking about doing this, and I went out to I, th- I don't know if it was a I think it might have been a wedding or something down the country, and one of my friends is a doctor, um, and he was like, I said to me, I'm good thing to do this half Ironman thing, and he's like, Have you started training for it? And I said no, and he goes, Yeah, I think you should skip it, and I was like, What? And he's like, You have both your knees, right? And I'm like, Yeah. And he's like, Why would you risk your knees? Um, but he seems like a bit of a, you know, he's dealing with a lot of sick people. That's what I'm thinking. Um, so I told you, why would you risk your knees? Yeah. That's what he said. But like, uh, he's a back doctor. So, you know, he probably knows as much as about knees as I do, Mark. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I doubt it. I'd say, you know, way more. Yeah. Way more. Okay. Anyway, so I'm going to send this to him after this to see what he has to say. I'm not a doctor, but I... I, I think, you know, there's been so many different opinions and, and points of view. The thing is that, you know, running itself is not bad for your knees. What's bad is how you run. Right? If you don't have the proper technique, that's that's what it's bad. But running, no. I mean, yeah. of course, you know, different doctors will say. And, and of course, like running marathons all the time, it, it, ha- it will take a dent, you know, on your yeah. body. and. It will make an impact, but in general, you know. it should be okay. I think. I think, especially, it's okay. going to be. We might just do this as a once-off, but uh, okay. Let's break it down, right? So the first one we talked about was the swim. The swim is a one point nine uh, kilometer swim, Mark. So that's if you 
if you see that with it's quite far out if you if you like i've seen some uh, uh buoys that are a kilometer out and you have to go out and swim around it and come back um uh, which is a lot right um what's the furthest you've ever swam me mm. uh maybe like it's it's hard to hard to know like in a pool like well, fit, just like 100 what do you think you could swim now i could probably swim 100 meters now no problem <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, not, I'm just trying to be as honest as possible i haven't like when I, I remember i said this to alex i go alex i'm a good swimmer like and then i told katie that i told you that and then she started laughing she goes you're not a good swimmer as in you just mean like you can swim and you like on holidays yeah and i like a dip <laughs> you like you I like, like to dip your toes yeah I like to jump in off so off like some rocks and then go get like a pina colada. That's my kind of swimming <laughs> so far, right? <laughs> trying to get trying to just cool off the sunburn. Basically, what I've been doing. But I think that I've got like I've I've got the best opportunity because I'm living in Greystones. There's a big long beach down there. I see the guys. There's loads of guys down there training all the time. Um, so I might just try to get in their slipstream. But um, I'm not so worried about that. I'm worried about the. I just think it, the franticness. Is what uh, what I'm worried about with all the. He- if I was just out there on my own, just you know, it's everyone around you and stuff like that. It's different, the whole different thing. Also, like it's something you can just. I think people underestimate how how good you can get at something in a reasonably short period of time. So, like even I started uh, training this week. This is my first kind of like base training week, which we'll get into later on. Um, and I feel improve improvements already. Like it's so early. So I haven't started swimming yet because my uh, my gear hasn't arrived. Um, with the COVID stuff, it's kind of taking a long time to get here. But also quite, it's also quite cold. Not a not a best time to start swimming right now. Exactly. But um, my point is, so that's the f- swim, one point nine uh, kilometers. Then you get out of the water, right? Run to your bike, hop on, quick ninety kilometer uh, <laughs> cycle through the Alps, real quick, right? <laughs> They're only little Alps, but they're. You told yeah. me that they were Alps. <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> You're like, I said the first thing that uh, I said to, um, I said to Alex. I said, Alex, I want to do the one in Nice, and then he goes, Yeah, it's going to be hilly. <laughs> That's the first thing he said. There was no no <laughs> other thing. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then he just kind of walked away. It was quite ominous, actually. Um, so actually, I looked at the profile <laughs> of the race, and only the, the max uh, elevation is thirteen hundred meters, um, which doesn't really sound like too much mm. i mean I, I said it quite easily you know and the, i do i went up uh wine gates here in graystones and that's like 200 meters you know that's uh, that that's total elevation that doesn't mean the highest peak is 1300 meters it's kind of how much of climbing you get over the course of the race okay so it's not e- mark this is gonna be fine so 90 kilometers um the long so Mark, the longest uh, cycle I ever used to do was the the kickboxing uh, charity cycle to Arklow. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember, yeah. Brilliant. So much fun that we had on that. Uh, I think, I looked at that the other day, I think that's something like 40 kilometers. And we were always in bits afterwards. Sometimes we'd get the van back because we would go out in Arklow when we were underage and we could get in everywhere. It was great. Um, antics that went on that we couldn't cycle home. But... That was the. That's my kind of. You got some. You got some background there. That's yeah. good. And then I, I kind of went on this. I, I was, you know, here's, here's something that's gonna be, it's gonna be heartbreaking for a lot of you guys out there, right? I, uh, 
I really got into cycling as in love uh, doing the cycling around kind of the Wicklow Mountains and stuff like that. I started watching when I was in college. I had a lot of free time during the summer. I used to watch the Tour de France every single day, the whole race, right? Um, at the time, Lance Armstrong was just making his comeback, right? And I was all in on Lance, loved Lance. I loved his steely determination. I loved the way he hated his competitors. <laughs> Do you know how he, like, I loved his intensity. Um, and, you know, it ended it ended badly when it all came out. I, uh, you know, when he when he was on Oprah, broke my heart. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I did do a lot of cycling back then. Um, a lot of it was I I I'd often come into this when I was in the house. I'd often come into the sitting room, and uh, it would be a huge screen which too big for the sitting room and the some of the cyclists and be there on his uh his bike uh i don't know what type of bike it was it looked like it looked like it was expensive like yeah. acting like he was in a race shouting at people yeah i used to do i used to set up the side uh, a spinning bike ready I, I used to set it up in front of the tour de france and i'd be like you know ratcheting it up when we're going up the hills and stuff like that so i was really into it for a little while there um but anyway my point is i i think the cycle will be it should be okay as well. Like 90 kilometers is, is longer. It's probably longer than I've ever cycled. So I want, I would like to do that beforehand for sure. Um, but the, and then the, the race, uh, it's a half marathon, then Mark afterwards running, um, which is quite flat. It's along the seafront there. Jeez. Um, and then that's pretty much it. I think there's a cut. I'll have to figure out what the cutoff times and stuff like that, but hopefully I won't be aiming for that, but something to think about. You're almost ready though. You're almost ready, though. If you're a swimmer, as you said, Katie, have some pretty good cycling background there with your body lots. In a sitting room. In your sitting room. <laughs> and uh, and if I'm not mistaken, you recently run the distance. Yeah. Why the training? Yeah, exactly. Let's just do it. I like <laughs> Alex. Alex is being sarcastic here, I think, as well. Like, what is um, But I think it's going to be okay. Uh, okay. So let's... What, do you, what do you get at the end of it, Luke? The you get a medal that you can get engraved for an extra twenty quid. Okay. Yeah, but no, you get. Does anybody is there is there like? Yeah, just to get a shirt, a hoodie bag, and a free massage. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Is That's there anybody who who's like? Is, is there a celebrity like Iron Man type people? You mean celebrities that like do Ironmans or... No, or no, like the top people, like they famous. Oh, I would, I would, in that community. I would, I would say yes, yeah. I mean, in the community, yeah. I mean, there's in the world championships. There's a bunch of athletes who are pretty, pretty famous who, you know, without like naming the the names won't mean, won't mean anything to you guys, but... Definitely yes, and sport Ironman like triathlon in general is being oh, you're breaking up there. popular. Sorry guys, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Sorry, you were breaking up there. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying that Ironman and triathlon in general as a sport has been growing in popularity, not only in Ireland but worldwide in general. Um, is there professionals? So, yeah. do, do they get paid? Well, not even close as like footballers obviously and so but they do get paid yeah the, you know, they win based more money they get from sponsorships because you know you have them sponsored by ads by by brands you know brands 
uh, nutrition, sports, drinks, and all that kind of stuff. So money is probably from that than from the actual prize money from the races. And but, is it the same people all the time in the top 10? Or is it, does it change all the time? It changes, yeah. I mean, the, there are some top guys that are always there. Uh, but you, you know, like with every sport, you know, the best guys are aging, the new stars are, are getting born and coming in. So, um, like last year, there was actually um, a championship in Nice. That was that was the course for the championship, and it was a, a young guy from from Norway that was competing before in kind of um, Olympic triathlon distances. Um, but not many people have heard of him in the Ironman world, and he just showed up and smashed this and yeah, took the win in front of big big favorites. Jeez. Uh, yeah, so it is it is exciting thing. I think so as well. Like is there under the, is there unknowns who can come in from like if sense. you really took it serious would for for five years, would you would you have a chance? Or is are they just really, really, you know, freaks in nature who can actually win this? No, I would say that if you're really serious into it, if you really put the work and I mean you know, as the tagline of it says, anything is possible, you know, and there are cases that that people have done it, you know, you have uh, those stories of people that decided, okay, I, I don't want to complete, I want to get really good in this Ironman, and they take a year off work or something, and they just focus on training, and then they qualify for 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 the Worlds or for the European Championships, etc. I mean, it's not easy to get to a pro level, obviously, but you can, you know, there is competition kind of amateur style as well, kind of age group um, rankings and, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, but, but why not? Like you, you can get to a pro as well, depending on how old are you, depend what else do you do in your life. If that's the only thing you do in your life, I don't see a reason why not, you know. How good you will be just determined by your own, I guess, genes plus the hard work, you know. The old genes as well. Um, and I, I know every every race is is different, but is there generally a, a a percentage that don't finish, that just cannot finish the race. There always there always would be a percentage. Now, to be honest, I I don't know the exact number, but like in any marathon, like in any like in any race, you know, you the certain number of people sign up. Um, certain number of people don't ever show up to the start, whether they got injured during the training, whether they just decide to chicken out. Um, and then unfortunately there is always, you know, although I can, you know, I, I always say you need to say to yourself, like you will finish it. So you're not just training to give it a try, you're training to finish it and you will finish it and you believe in yourself. The reality is, there are things that you cannot control, right? Like you can control how you approach it, but like if something bad happens, something bad happens. It can be just the weather, something completely out of your control. You know, the bike can, you can have a flat tire and you might not have a, you know, you might not make a cutoff. And that's it. Hmm. You might what, fall what, off what kind of, what are the chances that, that Luke wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be able to, to finish it? I'm just being, I'm not being pessimistic, <laughs> but being realistic. Like, if if somebody applies themselves and gives themselves twenty weeks or whatever, like, should they 
get get from start to finish or would they would they be unlucky not to be able to finish it or or is it, or is it like 50 50 chance of of luke actually being able to finish it because it's fucking tough no i i think i think definitely not i think with the uh level from which he started like if he was literally starting off the couch um and had 20 weeks i would say probably would be hard but probably still possible if he was really really focused uh you know only on that uh it would be a big stretch though like if he was like just from the couch but like i just knowing look there is some level of fitness there and and you know as he mentioned himself he's been doing kickboxing before like it's not new for him i think the chances of him not finishing are very very low the more thing is like it's all in your mind right uh, obviously yes you need to be physically ready but whether or not you're going to finish it is more if you've done the training if you've done all the required things it's all it's all in your mind in the end and when it comes to risk and health like people think iron man they think you're it's like extreme you're going to hurt yourself um even if doing one is there many people that that hurt themselves whether it's physically or internally physically as well or i personally always felt more more wrecked after a marathon than, really interesting yeah. uh, maybe it's a personal thing i i don't know i mean obviously people are wrecked after an ironman you know it can last you know I would say like some, you know, probably around six hours for somebody, you know, maybe a bit more, maybe seven hours for somebody doing it the first time. It can be longer, right? But um, but the point is that like you swim, yeah, it's hard, but it's not really as hard on your body as running is. Same thing for the bike. Yeah, like you will get tired, especially if it's a hilly course but you're not pounding that road for four or five hours in a marathon, right? And then you have a half, half marathon run afterwards. I know it sounds silly, but you are you are warmed up. You are in this race mode, right? Like you've come off the bike. Yeah, you will be tired, but you've been moving. You know, you're not kind of just woke up and, okay, I need to go run now. So yeah. um, in the end, it's just kind of, the celebration of your of your training and if you've done the training properly you're definitely finishing that race unless you get unlucky some logistical mechanical fault or 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 you just you know mentally were not ready you didn't have the right reason why you were doing it you didn't have the right motivation um and, and stuff like that. so i would say for Luke, really it's a it's a very low chance if he gets to a race start it's a very very low chance he doesn't finish how how much does the mind come into play in it is it so like is you know if you're put a percentage on it is it like that last 10 percent? it's all in your head or like what what do you think i think when it comes the same as you know people say in the marathon you know after the 30th kilometer like it especially because even in the training you never really run beyond that 30 33 kilometers and people say like it's all in your mind from there um and i i truly believe in that you know because you cannot know whether or not you can do it if you haven't done it before right so if you're doing your first race and you have never done that whole event in one go 
you, you, you know, you don't have like a hundred percent confirmed case. Like, Hey, I can do this. So yeah. your mind becomes the only thing you can rely on. Do you believe in yourself? Do, do you have the right reason why you're doing this? Is that reason strong enough to push you through? Um, it will get tough, like whether your muscles will hurt, whether you'll be out of breath, but, you know, it will get tough for sure. It's not, you know, otherwise everybody would be doing it. But that's the beauty of it. And that's what makes you stronger. That's what, you know, also through the trainings, the little, the little wins that you do throughout the training every new week when you do a longer cycle or a longer run or a harder workout it just builds up that confidence that come the race day you can come and say like i've done the groundwork um i just gotta do this now i just gotta celebrate so the mind comes i think it's i think it's the biggest part in the race and Mark, it goes back to what we were talking about the other day where I, I suggested to you that I, I wasn't competitive at all. Uh, and then we went through the, the history and that we found that that wasn't the case at all. <laughs> so I feel like... I, well, you have to be... that. This is different though, I think. You know, I can be competitive against somebody I can see or if, if I could see the result or if there was money at the end of it or if you told me that right at the end of doing all this you'll have a body like Matthew McConaughey I'd be like oh, that, that'd be worth it you know yeah. but like I'm just struggling with the with the why with the I personally couldn't be motivated enough to put myself through one of the most horrific things I can imagine why and so this is this that is probably the most important part the most important question I would say you need a ask yourself and answer yourself because if your why is not strong enough and not motivating you enough that's where you crumble that's where you you know when the rubber hits the road that's where you will be at the risk of giving up and not finishing not only in ironman 70.3 but in half marathon in the marathon in any of those endurance sports so to be honest like i gave you an example for me running the first marathon the goal was not to prove anything to myself. The goal, sorry, for me was to do this super hard event that I thought I would not, I would be able to do like, I never even imagined I would want to be doing to do it with somebody that I really loved and, and I wanted to achieve, achieve uh, like a big, big goal together. Right. And so for me, that was the biggest motivation. And I was like, okay, no matter how I'll walk, I'll crawl, but I'll cross that finish line with her, right? And 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 that was my why at that time, uh, to prove that we can do something together that we thought it was, um, you know, impossible. The then the other events, you know, for, for the first 70.3, it was something that I wanted to prove to myself that I can actually do things independently that I thought were so hard and it was kind of, okay, if I can do this, then I can probably do anything else in my yeah. life on my own. Right. So that kind of stuff is really important. Some people do it for their, you know, in the memories of, of their fallen friends or some, you know, had charity or something, sometimes really that or, thing. or some dear charity, right. Like raising money. Usually the motivations and goals that are larger than, yourself and that are not materialistic are much much stronger right like if somebody told me 
yeah, you'll get, you know, 2000 euro for finishing the race. Man, when the rubber hits the road, like I'm not too sure, you know, mm. Mark could be putting on his uh, bicycle shorts if I think if he could get a couple of grand at the end. But uh, I like to see those buns in there. But um, I was gonna, yeah. So Mark, my the why that I'm doing this is I love doing. I just, I just, I want to do the exciting things, and that I feel like this will be exciting. That's kind of it. Like it's not a big, um, like for me. I remember last. Well, year, that's that's fair enough, and that's why people do lots of different things. Yeah, but yeah. it's 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 just when it comes to when it gets so hard. I would be looking for a way out. If like everybody yeah. would be looking in their head, they're looking for a way out. I, what, what? What? I was just wondering what what could keep you going. Remember, is it is it the the fact that you've told everyone? Does that, that help? It does help a lot. The accountability. But I remember last year, mm. uh, last summer, uh, we did the uh, Kilimanjaro hike. I remember on the the last night when you go, you don't sleep that night. You start walking at midnight, and you're walking all night. It's really cold, very uncomfortable, hard to like. It wasn't even that hard. It was just really annoying. Do you know that way? Like, and then mm. you start thinking to yourself, you know, what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing here? I was Why thinking of that going up the the sugar loaf. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's going on? It gets real rocky at the top. I was like, yeah. is the top that worth it that much? Yeah. So I'm walking up the Kilimanjaro. There's people in different groups that have stopped to because the altitude, you know, makes you shit a lot, right? So there's you know, people are going toilet uh, everywhere. There, I'm going up. It's really <laughs> cold. Um, my one of my the one of the Sherpas said to me, you know, let me carry your bags. And you know, I didn't want to say yes, but you know, I had paid a lot of money work as well. So I feel like I was trying to get my money worth there. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Um, but uh, oh, well, it was really like at the top. I felt like sorry, crying. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And it was really, really hard. Um, but then, like, afterwards, I look back on that, and I thought that was really cool. At the bottom, it felt great, you know? We had a, yeah, you know, cold beer. And and you'd paid, you'd paid a lot of money as well to go over there, so and you, you don't like to waste money. Don't like oh, to waste money. all about money, I can see. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to waste it. So if I'm in Africa climbing mountains or I'm in the, in the French Riviera chasing the, the guy in front of me uh, up a mountain, um, I just, it sounds like fun to me. Um, it's going to be. I'd say. And what about going going for toilet breaks, Alex? And if it's six hours, seven hours long, what way does that work? I mean, you you're free to go to toilet breaks whenever. You, I mean, it just adds you to your want. time. On a on a swim, you hopefully won't need one. But um, then you have the transitions, right? Like after you're done swimming, if you need to go to the toilet, there are you know uh, portalos. You you can go. You can use them. Well, does that add to your time though? Of course, yeah. So you Yeah, okay. That's the other thing. So you have the swim bike run, but you've got transitions and they are they are like proper you need a plan for them. They are like a, a discipline in themselves, it's kind of for discipline of a triathlon. Um but listen, like if you need to go to the toilet, you need to go to the toilet. Whether it's in transition, whether it's stopping on the bike, whether it's running off the course on a run, like if you need a if you need to do it, you need to do it. That's it. It's a great Great point, Mark. It's something we need to look into and plan for us as well. All these little things. Um, let's. We're at forty-five minutes. Let's talk about some. Let's talk about some tactics here. What do you think? Um, okay, I want to talk about uh, the the diet, Luke. Have you is that, like that's obviously going to be important. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, we hear you, Mark. All right, <laughs> you want to know what's going on with the with the weights so, up? Okay, so listen, um, we're in the I'm in the base thing right now. So. And toilet breaks. Yeah, I can uh, say it again. I thought you made a reference to a diet because of the toilet breaks. <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can really lock you know lock in the diet if possible. The last week has been a bit rocky because it was Katie's birthday yesterday. Uh, Kim, your uh, your wife sent over twelve Boston donuts. You know, we only ate a few of them, but that was still a lot of a lot of calories there. Um, but yeah, so Alex, what's the typical what what type of diet should we be looking at? Is it going to be? Are you doing a high carb? Are you guys completely frozen here? You're you're breaking. Yeah, it's um, it's getting frozen. Okay, now it's back? getting better. I think. I think we're back. I think it's getting better now. Cool. Yeah, we're um, back. I was just saying, what's the story with the the diet, Alex? What do you suggest for for somebody who, like, most of the time I'm eating clean, kind of five days a week, you know? Um, you guys still there? Yeah, yeah, listening, yeah, yeah. waiting for you to finish the question. Yeah, so five five days a week or whatever. So what do you what do you suggest for somebody? Say if they are, you know, training for this. Are you going mostly plant based? Are you high, high protein? What What's your take? I think diet it comes down to personal preferences and the way you want to live your life and, and you know approach this. Um, there are people that you know just continue with a normal diet, maybe just kind of increase the amount of food they eat because they increase the exercise levels as well. But really, the best practice is like you should eat clean, right? And and by eating clean, I mean clean and simple, right? Whole foods, nothing crazy, not no kind of ingredients you can't pronounce, no empty calories. You know, you want to be thinking about like your body as a as a well-oiled machine, right? Like something that you want to put the highest quality ingredients into it. You want to train it the best you can. And you want to get the best output. And I think that's one of the parts of the triathlon training that I also enjoyed probably the most. It's just kind of the transformation of not only the mindset and everything, but the overall health and the lifestyle. So, you know, I won't be telling you what exactly you should be eating, but think, you know, grains, legumes, fruits, vegetables, meat, clean meats, fish, you know, like if you're a vegetarian, if you are a carnivore, it doesn't matter, but you should be thinking about, you know, your proteins, your carbs, your healthy fats. Um, so you're saying, and, you're saying no bullshit at all then? Seems. Well, I mean, you can, you, I mean, you, you gotta give yourself some kind of little treats and rewards. Like, I'm not saying no, never eat cake and never eat pizza. Of course you'll eat cake. Of course you'll eat pizza. Of course you have a beer or something like that, right? But like, it's all about a balance, right? Like if you eat cakes every day, it's kind of empty calories and you will see that very, um, very quickly in your training, right? Like if eating well enough or if you're getting wasted, very often like you just won't be able to keep up with your training or you will it will be harder for you and you will just if you're serious about what you're doing 
you'll just naturally choose to eat better. I like that idea. So it's kind of like you're you're thinking about your body like a machine instead of just trying to get away with things. I think that's a lot of people with their diets out there. It's kind of like I can get away with one day getting crazy. But if you have training the next day, maybe that's not the best thing to do. Um, when it comes to... If you if you bought a like an expensive car, right? Like, would you go and would you would you like consciously go and put the wrong gasoline or like a bad gasoline, like a bad oil into it? Yeah, no, never. Or even, or so even why a... would you do that? What about people? We've all heard the stories of the Michael Phelps, what he eats, and and all the stuff that he eats. How come swimmers tend to eat a lot of? Uh, it seems like rubbish at times. I mean, I haven't, I haven't watched. I, I don't know what you mean. Do you ever hear that, Luke? Yeah. Like, I think my take on that is that he is a genetic freak in some ways. So, <laughs> do you know, what yeah. it's like he needs a certain amount of calories, though. It's and and but he does, you you need a lot of calories, but you need, you know, there's a very big difference with with like gorging on like a big big, you know, salad with of carbohydrate uh, per hour while you're on the bike. And then you would have these uh, companies that sell these energy products like energy gel, et cetera. And they would say like, oh, you should be eating up to like a 90 uh, grams of carbs per hour. You know, I'm not a scientist. I tend to trust the guys that have done some research more than the guys that do the marketing. Yeah. But ultimately, I, the most I trust myself. So I just try and test and see how I go. Um, and that's how you should think about this entire thing that has to do with nutrition. Okay. For so test it out. See what test it out. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and so w- when it comes to training, how many, what's the, oh, we, won't, we don't have to go, to, we can actually maybe have another chat offline about uh, the, the program. I've set up a, a sheet that I'm working off right now. And I'm just trying to get to a certain level. My first week of like base training, I think went quite well. Um, some of the things I wanted to do was more difficult than I thought. I wanted to do like a high intensity interval, interval training on the bike around Greystones, but with traffic and lights and stuff, I found it was just really stop and start. It wasn't great. Um, my, my run went really well, um, where it was like, uh, I went further than I thought I was going to go and maybe too far. I know we're training, you know, getting started. Um, but I did the half marathon on Saturday, um, kind of almost by accident. I just kept going. Um, and I just proved myself that I can do that that level um but now should i be reversing that back and kind of uh kind of reining that in and you know not do that all the time yeah i think that is great for confidence a hundred percent it's amazing that you've done it and i told you already massive congrats on that um but when it comes to the training like if you haven't been running that much then you you put that's where we come back to that you know it's it's not running that it's bad. It's how you run and the technique that you run. Yeah. So if you have not run that much before and then you suddenly go out and run 20K um, and you do that, you know, a couple of days or a couple of weeks in a row, then, yeah, you, th- there is a high, high chance of getting injured. Interesting. So, okay, so I'm going to rein that in. But what do we do? So say, say let's, let's say that you were just doing a plan and said, okay, these are your minimums, okay? You want to be on the bike how, much, how many times a week? How many swims are we talking do you know I mean, is there some like a standard that I can just, you know? Yeah, I would say, I would say, especially for your first one, just keep it simple. Like you, you know, training plans, they can go super complex and all this type of workout. I would say, keep it simple. Three times three, you know, 
you have three sports, you've got three sessions a week, that's nine workouts a week. Uh, you can space that out. You would ideally do, um, you know, um, like a cycle and a swim on the same day. Um, the next day you would do a run. You would definitely want to have at least one day that is like a proper rest day. Um, and then you can slot in like two or three core strength workouts throughout the week as well, in, like in addition to to the to the other three times three, right? I think with your level of fitness, that that's definitely that something that you can follow through. Okay, because I did and the I did a run. Or sorry, I did the an hour on the bike and then a run afterwards. And Mark, you want to feel the way that it's the weirdest feeling. My legs yeah. just wouldn't move. It's really str- yeah. so that kind of put it in perspective and said, okay, uh, it was all very flashy the other day trying to do the 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 half marathon or whatever. But that's not really what I'll be doing. I'll be jumping off a bike trying to do that. So I have to work on that. Okay, so three by three. I like I like the simplicity there. I'm gonna build my plan probably around that as well. When the gym's open, I probably go do a strength workout once or twice a week as well, just to keep on uh, those delts that Mark helped me build back when I was a teenager. <laughs> You know, um, do you know what I mean? So, oh, okay. I know we're kind of pushing time here. We're over an hour already. Um, but if if there's a is there technology I need to have? Is a watch something that I definitely need to have? I don't have one of those. Is there kind of app. any tech or apps that I, I need to be looking at? The short the short answer is you you don't need like you don't have to have it, but it helps massively. So I would definitely recommend. If you don't have a watch, get a watch. It's a worth investment, especially if this is not just one time. If you continue going for runs or cycles, like it will serve you very, very well. I personally, like I don't have a multi-sport triathlon watch. I still use my running watch that I bought for my first marathon, and it serves me like five years now. Nice, uh, and and it works perfect. So I would say for for me watch is definitely a good investment especially also because you can't you can't run with your phone um obviously where are you going to put it when you are in your wetsuit and swimming it won't be swimming with your phone um that's another absolute bombshell you landed on me the other day hey mark guess what on that seven hour workout that you're going to be doing um you're not allowed to have earphones yeah it's not crazy the only thing that the only thing that you're Safety. going to be hearing is the the sound of your demons. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's it's you against you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, that's going to be hard for me. Jesus. If you know, if mm. if the people out there listening to this don't know me, I I wear earphones. Like I would say, ninety five percent of the time that I'm alone. When the first thing I do when I get up, <laughs> put my earphones on. Like it's like a I'm like that guy out of uh, I'm like the brother out of uh, something about Mary. You know, with the the earmuffs. <laughs> anyway okay cool um so alex, alex are, are you gonna do any more yeah um i'm i'm this year i'm signed up for the the race here in ireland it's called lost sheep and that's the that's in Kerry. um i think it's in Kerry though yeah it's in Kerry as well yesterday yeah okay. um and in and that's apparently one of the nicest races races in uh in ireland so I've been wanting to do it for, for quite some time, but in previous years, it was kind of clashing with the timing for the Don Leary half Ironman. So that's not an Ironman brand, 
but it's still kind of the half Ironman distance race. So that's the one in uh, in September that I'll be doing. Is there a limit to the amount you can do? You're advised to do in your life? No, I don't think there is a limit. I mean, obviously, you know, when you come to a certain age, you know, I think that's really a personal choice. You have people up, you know, more than 60 years old that are doing they're doing these races. So I wouldn't say there is a limit. There's obviously, you know, from a timing perspective, there's only so many you can actually do in a year. But then you have guys who have done, you know, 50 full Ironmans in 50 days uh, consecutively. So I've, I've heard I the conflicting reports about this. And I, several people have mentioned things like, oh, you cannot, you, you're only allowed, you're only supposed to do two in your life or, or five or whatever it is. But did you ever hear that, Luke? No. Like, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a hard one to to really nail down. If you're if you're fit enough, I don't see why not. You can't like because no, because of the impact it has on on your the way you're talking about it, Alex. It, if you're prepared for it, and the and the body is adaptable, incredibly adaptable, it it seems fairly straightforward. But the way I the, what I thought of it from what I heard, again, not looking into it and just listening to people and just hearing it in the background, it was like what two or three Ironmans and then like a doctor would tell you never again you'll you won't be able to you know whether it's your your knees or your joints or your heart or your lungs I don't know what it is but I was hearing stuff like that so maybe that is bro science it might be maybe bro's, not but again where that's kind of um there's there's the longer one is pretty extreme isn't that right Alex it's double what we're talking about here and that, that yeah, takes I mean, another type yeah, of commitment yeah, like, keep so. that in mind I mean we are you know, we are talking about a half Ironman, or the Luke likes to call it seventy point. I mean, <laughs> it is full Ironman seventy point three, right? Yeah. Um, the full Ironman is double all that, so it, it, you know it's it's harder race. Like the training is is pretty similar. It just you know the longer session, the long sessions get longer, and the, the duration of time that you're preparing for a run is a bit longer. But um, I think it. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people do um, like these style races. You know, they've done fifteen of them and they're fine. Do you like know what I mean? Um, and recently, I mean, last year I, I went to the cardiologist and stuff uh, for a different little niggling thing. But uh, he he says it's everything's fine. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I've did you tell him you're doing it? No, I didn't I'm tell him. I can just say, like, I've I've never been healthier in my life. Um, since I started doing this because, you know, exercising by default is much more healthy than not exercising and eating healthy, you know, versus not eating healthy, you know, socializing <laughs> yeah. with people that share the same interests. Yeah. The guy that told me was, uh, you can only do one Ironman or, or you'll die is, uh, was sitting on a couch eating Cheetos. So I don't know. How to <laughs> <buy it. laughs> that, that, ex- that explains a lot then. Yeah. Um, exactly. Uh, I just I wanted to finish this off with with a um, with, with a bit of a bang here. So I'm just filling out some forms. Um, but what would be? It, remember we talked about apps and stuff. Some of the apps are kind of expensive. I looked at one called yeah. Training Peaks. That's like nineteen dollars. Not, not expensive, but it's like nineteen dollars a month for an app. Are you using any of those? Um, I actually don't pay for any of those apps. I think that, again, it comes back to what's your motivation, what you really want to do, right? Like if you are doing this professionally, if you want to do some very specific time, 
uh, you are really much into data and analysis and it really is gonna you know make some marginal improvements and differences then yes absolutely you need some apps you need to understand the data behind it etc training peaks is one that is very popular uh, and as far as I know it's one of the most expensive ones if you consider it but it also has one of the uh, one of the best analytics you know and performance analysis right yeah. but there's a bunch of other apps that you know that are similar that can give you enough that you need without having to pay that much like if, for example if you get a watch for example if you get a garmin watch you get a, a a garmin app that comes with it and it's pretty good for tracking and for making sure you are um you know on the plan and you can you know there's social media part of it and like it's pretty good then there's strava that is already free uh, that you can use for tracking that's the one that i've been using so far it seems pretty good as free stuff goes yeah. You know? um, yeah, when it comes, when it comes, when it starts to get expensive, if you want to have like a, a proper kind of coach athlete relationship, right? Like, so if, yeah. uh, if, if, for example, I, I decided to be a, a proper coach, um, and, and then I decided to kind of, you know, and I needed to manage the progress of my athletes, etc. I would need to use an app and they would need to have that kind of app. Uh, and then you have different, ones in business models like training peaks is one today's plan is a very other popular one cheaper than training peaks then you have something called exhale uh, which is again cheaper um but okay. you know so i don't think you need to worry yourself about that as i mentioned like simplicity is the key in the training in nutrition in your racing like the stuff that is going to give you the less headaches the the the, the less things to worry about is the best and it will help you, you know, as long as you have something to track to keep yourself honest yeah. and to motivate you to continue along the path that's enough what i really like about strava is that it's kind of like like a social media for yeah. endurance so you've got a mark you've got it like a feed everyone can see what you're doing everyone's giving each other a thumbs up and it's just real positive it's uh, i really like it so what i'll do is that maybe in the show notes i'll uh list the stuff that I'm, i decide to use uh, when this goes live because it's probably going to be wednesday week before we get this out um but just to just to show everybody some commitment here i'm going to share the screen and you'll be able to see that i've just uh signed up here for the the, the oh, nice one here we go oh cool look at that we did it live mark i was actually going to do it uh i was going to do it like actually live typing in things and then mark's like yeah then everyone will know your credit card number so i didn't do that mark thanks for the heads up that's why he's my accountant um, so uh we're gonna do it we're gonna do it in nice um, I'm, I'm excited uh, i can't wait to hit those alps i'm gonna get out on the bike soon but like um yeah so this today's my rest day i've got you know uh six days of uh base stuff what i'll do is i'll uh post some of this up on the um, on my instagram or something like that so people can follow along and see what the story is i'll also maybe put some on, on the the shark pod instagram as well sure no harm maybe some people there will like follow along as well um and hopefully we can get this done i think it's going to be fun though um we'll need, a, we'll need to do some some more regular check-ins to see how you're doing yeah we're gonna have coach alex calling into the show on a, on a saturday or if i miss i'll give him uh i'll give him uh access to my my sheet that i've set up it's called iron curry um and <laughs> i thought it would be something like project code Azure. 
Yeah, okay, we could do with that. It's pretty, it's a working title. As I can see, I just grab it here real quick. So I've got iron curry here. So I'll send this out to uh, to you. So this is what I did last week. Um, and I've got the, the total times over here. So it's not very high tech, but it's just, I've got this, I'm going to build this out over the over the weeks. Um, and then I've even got like the little bit of um, uh, the weather that I've put in, because I think weather in Ireland matters about when, when to do things. Um, but yeah, so I've hit all the stuff that I was, said I was going to hit. Um, long run, 120 minutes. Cycle, 150 minutes on, on uh, Sunday. So like I'm hitting all the stuff so far. Um, but I like maybe I'll go offline, have a chat with you another time about building it out for the longer term. Um, yeah. But if anybody's listening to this and they want to follow along in detail, they can uh, they can reach out at luke at shark.ie and I'll give you access to this sheet if you want all right so i'll share it with you uh view might be some irish people going down to do it as well yeah maybe we can start a little tribe going on uh and we'll yeah. do this and then we'll i'm going to also uh give this to my cardiologist so we can uh track along as well only mess and we can't tell him anyway um <laughs> had the chest x-ray recently we're all laughing now this might end really badly anyway um the about cardiologists what the wife says about this yeah she's uh she's not too no she's very supportive uh as always in all things so um my wife on the other hand isn't too happy does she know about it <laughs> she See, does so mark in the curries we don't usually tell each other things i don't know if we, <laughs> <laughs> we usually just sweep things right under the carpet where they where they belong but alex i'd like to thank you for uh, coming by here i know we, we could ch chat for ages about this type of stuff uh and mark don't worry it's going to be fine um it's going to be good content <laughs> either way whatever happens <laughs> You know, so uh, no, fair play, fair yeah, play. It's gonna be good. Okay, cool. Thanks very much, Alex. And we're gonna have regular check ins, even it's gonna be like in between episodes. Go out on a Friday, five minutes, just kind of check in, see how that's going. Um, get the shark nation behind us. Uh, I want other sharks out there to get into the water, get your flippers uh, <laughs> wet. Um, <laughs> if you're like me and you've only ever swam 50 meters and you're you want you think you can swim two kilometers in a few months, I mean, I'm I'm here with you. We'll be. Uh, come down to Greystones. We'll do some group swims. I don't care. Whatever. We'll, let's get let's get it done. Uh, let's talk next week. We've got loads and loads of great guests lined up. It's going to be a busy time on the uh, Shark Pod. We're keeping it going through the COVID shutdown, uh, taking back the power with a endurance race. So we will see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Alex. Thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs>